Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to TikToking. I am your host, Kevin Hughes. The year was 2002. I was a senior in high school and I remember turning on the radio and hearing this band for the very first time. And it was their hit single, Headstrong. And ever since I heard that song, I have followed the band. I've loved the band. And honestly, it was a real pleasure getting to speak to my guest today. And that guest goes by the name of Chris Taylor Brown. He is the front man for the band Trapped. Uh, They had several hit singles in the early 2000s to mid-2000s and are still recording to this day as well as touring. So it was really awesome to get a chance to speak with him. He's super busy, so he gave me the time that he had available, and I, of course, accepted it. So it is a little bit shorter of an episode, but still a joy. And yeah, I hope you guys love it as much as I did. So without further ado... Here's my guest, Chris Taylor Brown, this week on TikToking. Enjoy. TikToking, TikToking, where creators come to play. TikToking, TikToking, find out what they have to say. TikToking, TikToking, fascinating interview. TikToking, a TikToking, TikToking with Kevin Hughes. You're originally from uh, California, correct? I was born um, Bay Area, California. Um, lived three years in Jersey from like six to nine, and the rest was uh, Bay Area again until like, till like eighteen, and a couple years in Santa Barbara College, and then. LA or LA for a few years and then back up north for a few years and then been in uh, and then LA for a few more years and then been in L- been in Cincinnati area uh, since 2016. Oh, okay. And when you formed your guys' band, that was 1995, correct? 97 August 97. I don't know why it says 95 on um, different places, but we were between sophomore and junior year of high school, which was August 97 for us. That's when we had our first practice was, you know. So, okay, so 97. And at that point, did you start, I guess, kind of writing your own songs from the get-go? And how long did it take after you guys kind of formed to get signed? Um, yeah, so September 2001 was when we got signed, so about four years. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. And what made you guys decide to start a band? Like, what was your um, initial, I guess, um, reasoning behind it? Like, was there an inspiration behind it? Or were you, looked, were you looking up to someone? Or did you just have that creative mindset? Yeah, I just, uh, I was into music and, and into playing music. And uh, there was enough people around me, friends that did want to do the same. And it was just a natural progression. Okay. That's awesome, man. And uh, so... This year, this year and a half, really, it's been hard for everybody. And uh, you guys are typically used to touring. I'm assuming all year round, correct? Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of sucks not not to be able to do what we do. You know? Yeah, and I was wondering. So, 
even though you're so used to that, has it been kind of nice to at least spend this time with your family or are you just to the point where you're like, man, I need to get out there and working out a lot of music and uh, a lot of just, um, video visual and, and audio stuff or, uh, TikTok. That's we've been doing, doing really well there. Um, you know, uh, better than Facebook ever did for us. So that's great. And, uh, you know, it's still a tough app. You still gotta figure out in original stuff, you know, just more than just playing music. It's a, uh, it's a lot more than that, but, um, yeah, that's been good. It's been challenging, which is good about life. You know, uh, mm-hmm. just things come easy. It's, it's not as uh, rewarding. So yeah, right. I'll take all the, uh, that, uh, the world wants to throw at me. Sure. And so 2002, your self-titled album comes out and headstrong just blows up. Yeah, man. What was it like? To go from okay, we're signed, we're a band now, like that's in in this industry, we're actually getting paid to do it. To oh my god, like we're famous, like super famous, you know, like it, it, it's a whole the whole change of it all. I mean, how was that for you? I mean, how how was it accepting the fame? And it seemed like we were going to be able to play music for a living. That's that's all I care about. I don't care about fame or any of that stuff. So all that matters to me is just being able to do what I love for a living. Was it hard to, I guess, factor in that if anywhere you went, you were going to be recognized at that point? Was it hard for you to take in? There was no weirdness about that. It was just, that was, I felt very fortunate. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Uh, your music is absolutely inspirational, at least for me. They play Mother, you know, Mother, the Danzig song. That's what we would always play. Oh, <laughs> nice. Has, we had to use different songs. Okay. And did, uh, did you write all of the songs for the the band, or and currently, do you still write all the songs for the bands, or do you guys do it all together? Um, you know, there's a little of everything, but um, recently, I mean, I've I've written the majority of the material um, since the beginning, and uh, you know, uh, all lyrics for sure. Uh, never shared any lyric stuff with anyone, but uh, you know, Simon came out with some good stuff on that first album, um, and. Uh, you know, here and there, some guitar players have come up with some cool stuff. But um, yeah, mostly it's it's uh, it's songs that I, um, music pieces that I come up with and, and uh, try to put put lyrics to, you know, and then show the band if they like it, then we work on it more. Okay. Yeah. And so you're pretty you're pretty recent to TikTok, and uh, when I saw you on there, first off, I was stoked, but. What made you decide to jump on TikTok? Oh, just all the people that have been have used our 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 music in their TikToks. I don't think we would have ever I would have ever gotten on TikTok if it wasn't for checking out. I think someone told me or I, somehow I saw something someone shared with me or something. I figured out that there was a bunch of people on TikTok, like tens of thousands that had used our music. So, um you know, in the beginning, I started reaching out to them and said, hey, you know, just appreciate you using our music. You know, that's so cool. Uh, we had no idea. Uh, you know, follow our page and, and uh, you know, become friends and all that. And, uh, yeah, it's been doing the same thing since. It's been uh, almost three months now. Yeah, that, that's awesome. And one thing I really enjoy is you're actually out here connecting with your fans, Um you get on your live feed. You are now doing Wednesday night concerts. 
um, all through your live. Uh, you respond to your fans. And there are a lot of people out there in the same industry that, that don't do that. You know, they don't make the time for that. And that's something you do. And I really appreciate that, man. That, that really shows that you care about your fan base. You care about your music and it, you know, it's all still there. And I, I love that about you. So if fans care enough to, you know, want to interact with me, then I'm going to be the same way. Have you always been the social media type or is TikTok kind of your, uh, your first breakthrough? And I know you mentioned Facebook earlier, but started getting into Facebook when we got, there was like a Facebook page of like 300 something thousand fans on it. It was Facebook made it. It was like Facebook generated just a generic, you know, people were at, were, were adding in stuff and we were, had a problem with that. We were ours. It was like dwarfing our page. We had like 55,000 and we were just like threatened to sue them and all this stuff. And they finally transferred over those people to ours. And then it was like, boom. And we had just had like a kind of renaissance of, you know, shows were big, you know, just like twice as big because we could get, get to people. We didn't have to use the radio uh, nearly as much but that, you know, that kind of, went away is like like 2016 17 it was like much harder to get the traction you know you just spend a lot more money and so i can that that seems like what I, what's been happening with tiktok over the last month or two it's just getting super expensive like twice as much because everybody's using it i could just oh either that or they're just shit whatever okay so how does the rest of the band feel about the the tiktok page are they kind of um on board do they want to start making the music with you or are they just kind of letting you do your thing and and i've seen them in a couple of your videos everybody does their own parts you know pete plays he writes all his bass parts and brendan plays guitar and yeah you know makes all the drum parts and all that you know so everybody does their their thing and and i just like i just kind of come up with an idea music idea and then and then we we all finish it together okay and you have uh, children, I believe. You have one daughter, if I'm correct. Uh, that's my my girl's daughter. Yeah, oh, okay. She's uh, she's. I met her almost three years ago, so it's been good. All right, and so far, um, I don't know how old she is, but uh, does she kind of look up to you as far as oh, she would love to be in the music industry as well, or is that something a passion of hers, or she just enjoys listening to you? I introduce her to to music and you know, playing the keyboards and all that good stuff. So she's definitely into it. It's very cool. Yeah, that's really cool. So in in the music video Echo, you got to work with Michelle Trachtenberg. And uh, I'm just curious, how, how was that? I, I mean, I don't know if you were familiar with, or I guess not really familiar, but knew a lot of uh, actors and actresses that were successful at that time. And then you worked with her. Was it kind of... Was it weird, I guess, working with someone who has been around the movie industry for a while? Did you feel comfortable? Did you feel like you weren't going to be enough? Or Just uh, someone I met, and she was became a friend, and, you know, come out, hung out for a couple months, made a, made a video, and, and then I uh, didn't talk after that. Yeah, it wasn't too, too much of a big deal in my life. I said she did a great job in the video. Yeah, she really did. Yeah, she was fantastic. Let's rewind a little bit. When you were growing up, uh, what what did your parents do for a living? Um, my dad was an engineer, and my mom learned how to become a network engineer. <coughs> and uh, yeah, so you know, both high achieving people and worked real hard. 
And in that part of California where you, where you were, was it a, a pretty, pretty good? I know you said it was a little bit smaller, but is it a pretty good place? And it, it was a good place growing up? As good of a childhood as you could probably uh, you'd hope for, you know? It's uh, definitely very suburbia, very bubble, bubble-like. You know, saw a lot more once I got out of that little town. Yeah. Being in California, I mean, that's probably the one city that has every band go through there. Did you attend a lot of concerts growing up? And uh, was there anybody in particular that you looked up to and kind of inspired you? Um, my dad took me a lot of concerts uh, when I was young. My aunt and uncle took me a lot of concerts, heavy metal, Grateful Dead, you know, Pantera, Sepultura, Slayer, that stuff. Uh, went to Corn, The Biscuit. Uh, Deftones, Warped Tour, um, Incubus, when they were in clubs, so pretty much everyone, you know, everything that was that was big in, in uh, alternative rock, you know, in the 90s was, was uh, I was into it. Yeah. yeah. Was there anyone in particular that, I guess, was your biggest inspiration? Just All those bands are, are very, you know, we're all very influential, so I, mean, I can't say one, one, or, one was the only one that was influential, so it was all just a bunch of great stuff in the 90s. Did you get to tour with any of those bands you got to see when you were younger? And how was that like? Yeah, it was great. I mean, we got to play with a lot of bands that I bought their CDs when, you know, Trap was first starting out or even before that. So, um, you know, it was, you know a lot of you know, Bush or Sundown Pilots one time, and Deftones, and Disturbed, Corn. I mean, yeah, a lot. I grew up listening to all that kind of music as well. So, uh, it's pretty, it's very cool for me to speak to you because moved out to LA, uh, to pursue acting and also create animated movies with Pixar. You still do the animation stuff? Yeah, I do it on my own. That's awesome, man. Starting to, I'm start, I want to start a streaming, uh, slash like podcast type thing called mm-hmm. the, Sh- the shadow radio. And so I'm trying to make a logo and I'll just be like a little old school radio, AM, FM radio, you know? But with like a hand, like a hand, almost like trying to silence it, you know, like trying to grab it, but just the just the shadow of the hand over it, you know. So I can send you like just like the the rake with the shadow over it, you know, like a creepy looking hand that's like the establishment that's trying to silence it, you know. And I just try to use trap music and whatever whatever artists that are, I feel like aren't getting um, talked about, whatever they're not supposed to talk about, vaccine stuff or whatever, and. You know, people are, the industry's trying to shut them out, you know, that, that kind of stuff, like they did to me. So you, know, you got, you just got, you can't, you can't complain. You just got to adapt. You know, you got to figure something else out. You know, you can't, you definitely can't just, you know, silence yourself just so you can keep your fame and your fans and all that stuff. It's like, if they're your real fans, you know, they'll stick with you. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's really cool that you have that attitude and you haven't given up, man. I know a lot of people, especially in the Hollywood world, uh, where I was going with my story is I ended up moving to LA and Pixar was on strike at the time in 2005, but I ended up landing a gig and I was editing movies and TV shows. And um, I did like the, the Simpsons and Shield and One Tree Hill and jackass two and stuff like that and that's awesome yeah it was really cool Uh, and you know i was 21 at the time and uh i was entering this this whole new big hollywood world you know and um i really enjoyed it but i was always inspired by surrounding myself with successful people um i think it, it made me want to be the best i could be um 
Yeah, it drives you. Yeah, absolutely. And hearing you being in the spotlight and then moving away from it, not by choice, but still there and still trying, that to me is more important than any of that fame bullshit, any of, of the label bullshit. It's, it, it, it's really all about the music for you, and, and that makes a true artist, in my opinion, and I really respect that about you. Yeah, man. We, we did four records on two different labels, and then from there we've just done our own thing. So it's, it's just, to me, it's just, uh, I don't want to have to answer to anybody, and it's just a better situation for, for me. Yeah. And, and, and uh, i got to have the freedom, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So are you guys, uh, do you have a tour or anything planned out for the new album coming out? We're booking for next early next year, um, uh, 20th anniversary tour. So we're just going to play the first record all the way through and then add a bunch of, bunch of other songs too. But uh, just to celebrate the 20th, you know, 20 years since that came out. So it'll be fun. Yeah, we played a, no, July 8th in Colorado Springs, July 9th in, in Denver was, was what it was. April of 2020, so... You know, it's it was like pushback, pushback because of COVID. So finally did it. What do you think of today's music compared to what it was back when you guys got signed? The difference in, um, I guess, just rock in general. Do you do you enjoy it or do you kind of miss the old style? I don't know. I mean, I feel like music's just getting shorter and more generic, and um, yeah, really just very simple. Everything's just getting real simple and, and just you know like hip-hop beats and even if it's rock it still sounds like a hip-hop beat now so it just doesn't sound like organic music that you would hear live and that would sound the same you know and you would really appreciate it live because i think it's just you know it's such an online world and you know, it's not a live world i guess so i don't know man it's just uh sound, everything sounds very processed and just not music to me you know? You mentioned hip hop. Like I grew up, uh, you know, an Eminem fan, Dr. Dre, Ice Cube. Um, I looked up to those guys in that industry, and all of the hip hop today, I I just can't do it. It just everything's in auto tune. Nobody really shows their their true voice, and to me, and their and their lyrics, I don't feel come from the heart. They're just repetitive words, you know. Yeah, nothing's deep. I agree, hundred percent. With uh, with a new album, is there a a favorite song that you have currently on that? Not yet. You know, I don't know. You know, I, I think um, we have a new one called Drop Your Guard. It's really cool. Um, another one called Think of You. Um, uh, one I'm working on now called When I Get Better. Uh, so, yeah, pretty excited about, you know, just the, the level of songwriting that we're, we're doing at this point. So is there, I guess, is there anything today that you would change i guess about everything that's happened with your guys's music or maybe uh uh people you've signed with or anything like that uh, i just wish that we would have been more into using the internet and more into social media like way earlier you know we, we didn't really get into it till like 2012 you know yeah 2013 so we should have got in really way earlier and then way earlier on other platforms too you know and not just sat on facebook and talked about politics and all that so i wish i would have gotten over on uh, tiktok and different different uh you know visual type apps before you know spending so much time talking about uh things i think i thought that the media was leaving out you know sure so when you're on tour other than making the music and playing music 
What's your favorite thing to do while you're out with the band and uh, on these tour buses or like, what do you guys enjoy doing city to city? Uh, just go, going to restaurants is like the main thing that we, we do try to find cool bars and restaurants and you know, the, just cool areas of the city. Just that's, that's the main thing is like, where we get, where are we going to find a, to go eat, you know? And, and that's the best way to check out a city is just to, find somewhere cool to eat that looks interesting okay and does your girlfriend uh, does she travel with you when you're touring yeah she's definitely came out it's great oh that's awesome man yeah. that's way cool and yeah. what what does she do for a living she's a nurse practitioner oh very cool awesome so i have some basic questions i'm going to go through it's kind of like a speed round and it's just to give the fans uh a chance to get to know you uh on a more basic level uh, so we just kind of go through these really quick and uh, you just give me the answer that comes to your head first, if that works. Okay. All right. So uh, your favorite movie and favorite TV show. Oh, man. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind would be my favorite movie. And uh, as far as a TV show, uh, the show called You, the third season's coming up. That's actually my wife's favorite TV show. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, how about your favorite place to travel? I've had the best times uh, in like Riviera Maya, south of Cancun. Um, that and Hawaii has been, has been my favorite place. Okay. Australia's been pretty cool too. All right. And how about uh, what is your favorite restaurant to eat at? Whether it's somewhere near you, fast food joint, sit down place, or somewhere you've been to before? Mm, the best place is this place called um, The Eagle. And it's uh, set like 20 minutes south of me. Uh, it's like a little north of downtown Cincinnati. It's, it's amazing. Okay. How about uh, your favorite actor and actress? The one I think of Leonardo DiCaprio, just acting wise. I don't know. I can only think of Meryl Streep, but I don't, even, I, don't, I don't know if I think she's that great, but I can't really think of too many right now. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. This one pertains a little bit to what we've been talking about, but how about your favorite band or musical artists? Yeah, I, I don't have a favorite band, man. It's. Yeah, you know, I uh, my one of my favorite songwriters is Phil Collins, um, Genesis, uh, The Police, you know, but um, just just so many. I can't I can't name one. It's just so many bands. There's dozens that at least a couple dozen that I think are just the, on the same level. Yeah, I respect that for sure. They're all unique, and so. Yeah. Okay, how about uh, do you prefer a text message or a phone call? Text. Any particular reason? Think about what I'm going to say and yeah, just do other things at the same time. Okay. And then the, the final one I have is, who is your favorite TikTok creator that you've come across? This guy, uh, Mason, I forgot his last name. He does uh, Jordan Peterson. Uh, he does Jordan Peterson inter- impersonations. It's so funny. Okay. Just, uh, yeah, I forgot his last name, but he's, uh, he's pretty awesome. Pretty funny. Well, cool, man. You know, I really do appreciate you coming on and I know you're super busy and we've been kind of back and forth for a little while now. Um, but I really do appreciate you taking the time and speaking with me. And I guess, is there any, any questions you have for me or anything you, you want to uh, tell your fans, anything like that? Stay tuned for uh, more music. Yeah. Maybe have a lot, a lot of, a lot of music coming. All right. Very excited to hear all the new, new stuff you guys got coming out and, 
I really hope that uh, I get a chance to see you come through Denver um, in, here, in the, here in the new, near future. So um, thank you again. And, and uh, yeah, we will definitely talk about uh, the animation stuff and the photo stuff. So, Sweet. Uh, I'll see you, man. Yeah. All right, bud. You take care and thank you again. And we'll talk soon. All right. All right, bud. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. How cool was Chris? I mean, honestly, that, what a cool dude. Uh, he's so busy, so for him to take the time out to have a quick conversation with me, I know it was a little shorter than what we typically do on here, but you know, I can't complain because he has a lot going on. So just him wanting to come on and take that little bit of time with me means a lot. Uh, I always enjoyed his music growing up and listened to it a lot. I've always been uh, into the rock music, if you don't know me. And so it was really cool to get to know him. And uh, we're still chatting and we're going to collaborate. And it's uh, really cool. And I'm excited for what's going to come out of it. And for all of you guys, I thank you so much again, as I do every episode, for listening. And I really hope that you continue listening and the guests are going to keep getting bigger and bigger and better. And yeah, it's just a great time. So thank you again. And I will uh, talk to you next week. Bye-bye now. Talking with Kevin Hughes.